Welcome to Tent Talk, the podcast with Nancy McCready, where we talk about life under the big tent of God's presence and the provoking process of discipleship. Here we go. Welcome to Tent Talk. Today's episode, The Vows of Our Youth, is going to begin to expose how maybe the words and the vows that we made when we were younger, that we would never let someone hurt us, we would never be humiliated like that again. Those words have wrapped a self-protection around us, which means that the word that the Father has written over your life cannot come to pass until you decide you would rather have His protection than the protection of those old vows made in your youth. Take a listen. I hope it provokes you to go deeper with Him and connect more with me. Hey everybody, great to be together today. This is Vows of Our Youth, Part 3. Let me jump right in. I want to talk to you about who is directing your pain. Are you still in charge of your own pain management? That's what the vows of our youth were about. We determined no one would be able to hurt us that way, humiliate us that way, control us that way. No one would be able to take advantage of us, humiliate us, embarrass us. And so I want to suggest to you that all of this about the vows of our youth is still us trying to manage our own pain. My friends, not having pain cannot be the goal of your life. If you're going to be a true, alive son to God, living fully as Christ, my friends, you're going to be really alive and there will be pain involved. Yet the pain that God is allowed to direct is going to produce, listen to me carefully, pain, my friends, has tremendous, tremendous, tremendous instructional value. So listen up. I very quickly want to tell you five rewards of pain. I want you to be able to identify where there are the vows of your youth, but Holy Spirit will need to do that. Holy Spirit will be the one who will begin to literally peel back and show you things that are literally fueling you, controlling you. Now, it wants you to think you're all, you know, large and in charge and you're in control, but you're not. Because anytime you remain independent from God and still in unresolved conflicts and bitterness and pain that you are in charge of, my friends, you're you're not really in charge because other things are driving you. But God wants to be the one who leads you. And I know that he will tend to you if you decide to finally break towards him and go to him. But I want you to know that there are five rewards of pain. I don't want you to constantly avoid pain because then you will avoid living. Therefore, you will not abide. You will avoid And I want you to give up avoiding, and I want you to choose to abide. Number one, reward of pain. Pain forces you to look to God and to his word for answers. That you begin to ask the questions. That you begin to let out the cry that is inside of you. 
and you let it out to God. Read it in Hebrews 2.18, that Jesus responds immediately to those who cry out to him, not those who are stoic and continue to try to handle their own pain. So pain forces you to look to God and to his word for answers. You see, we, when we finally no longer harden our own selves uh, to our pain, when all of our own means of trying to comfort ourselves and numb it out and shut it down are gone, we are hungry to look towards him. So number one, pain forces you to look to God and to the word of God, to the very presence of God himself. Number two, pain forces you to lean on the very strong arm of God instead of trying to look for strength in yourself and in others. You see, seasons of isolation when we can't find anything that will make our pain go away, it can finally birth a total focus upon God. When the hedge of protection that God himself puts around us And we can't get to our adulterous lovers. We can't get to anything else. Nothing else will satisfy. Then it will birth a total focus on God. And we need to allow that to happen. We need to lean in to the strong arm of God. You can read this in Isaiah 41, verse 10 and on. For more information on Nancy, please visit nancymccrady.com or follow her on social media at NB McCready. Number three, pain forces you to learn. Oh, this will learn you where you went astray and why you went astray. He'll show you where it starts. He'll show you how it's always going to end. But you see, we can't remain clueless about where our pain came from, how we've been trying to handle it. So pain forces us to learn things that we would otherwise never, ever even know existed. And it would keep us from ever truly knowing him. Let your pain finally be directed by God and let it lead you directly to him. So number one was pain forces you to look. Number two, pain forces you to lean Number three, pain forces you to learn. Number four, pain forces you to long. To long for his presence and true healing and real purpose. You see, this will cure you of all your pretense and your shallowness. Pain forces you to finally be in touch with what you are truly longing for, which is the perfect person, the strong one who will do right by you. My friends, that is God himself, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. So pain forces you to finally get in touch with your true, truest longings. Number five, pain forces you to listen. It will finally bring you to a place that you will listen for God's instructions, God's wisdom, God's way of living, God's way of loving God's way of walking and conducting your business. Literally, pain will force you to finally listen to God and say, God, it's you I need to hear from. It's your voice that I need. It's you. You see, in the vows of our youth, we decided we would take care of things. Nobody was doing right by us. Nobody would protect us. 
you know, that being, you know, needy, wanting things from people just opened us up to more and more rejection. Listen to me, my friends. You are not rejected by God. You are have been made fully acceptable to him in Christ. This is huge. There is no rejection. There is no shame. There is no disappointment when you go to God. Now, your flesh will always perceive that God is, but my friends, flesh can never, never perceive God correctly. That is why the only answer for it is the cross and the full power of the death of Jesus to crucify flesh so that you, who you are in the spirit, the only one who can truly respond to God, can believe God by the very faith of Jesus that you've received in spirit, you can see him clearly. And trust me, when you see him by the faith of Jesus, you will know he's the one that you need. He's the one you've been longing for all of your life. He's the one you were made for. Drop every single vow. As Holy Spirit reveals one to you, break it, drop it, and determine, I don't need my flesh to guard me any longer. Holy Spirit, I turn to you and ask you to be the guard of my life. Oh, I pray you will do this today and that you will continuously seek him out and that you will learn these, maybe they may seem strange to you today, but that you will learn these rewards of allowing yourself in his presence and with his full attention and his full and fresh supply that you will allow yourself slowly but surely to feel the pain that you've been trying to shut down all this time that keeps you in cycles of sin and frustration, uh, people pleasing, all manner of things and finally break from it. No more intercourse No more oneness with all of that flesh and sin. But break towards him in deep abiding oneness, even though it requires you to face pain. My friends, don't make having no pain your goal. Make having him your goal. Because you'll be denied nothing if you choose him. And really what my real heart is, is he won't be denied you any longer, and he will get what he wants, which is you, in deep abiding oneness with him. So let's no longer live in the vows of our youth, rejecting others before they reject us, rejecting God because we believe somehow, some horrible, wretched lie that he has rejected us. My friends, he rejected the old creation in Adam but he has fully done everything to bring the real you that he made in Christ to himself. He doesn't just accept you as you are. He has made you acceptable. You are now free and whole and new, and you don't have to live in those vows any longer in those self-protective measures. Turn to him, lean into him, connect with me. If there's any way that I can help you, please let me know. I'm so glad that we were together today here on Tent Talk. I love you all. Until next time.
If you'd like information on how to book Nancy McCready for an event or speaking engagement, visit nancymccready.com.